Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Stop beating your gums and sound the attack. All right. Hello, 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 and welcome to the 50th episode of the We Got the Chocolates podcast. This is Lee. This is Skin. Yeah, this is Sam. And this is a song that we aren't allowed to use for very long, uh, but it does mark the occasion quite well. 50 episodes, guys. Chalk them up. Is that seven seconds? Slide that out. Thank you very much. Um, it's 50 episodes. What a journey. Yeah. What a journey. Welcome, Thanks, everyone. Well done, everyone. Shake yeah. hands and... Uh, hands in one, two, three chocks. I haven't been here for the whole fifty episodes, so I can't claim all of the credit there. But uh, I've you been only missed seven oh, yeah, to be yeah, fair. Yeah, so you've been there for forty third or something. Yeah, yeah you've been there for a lot more than you um, <laughs> missed. Yeah, you've <laughs> sure. done well, has. But well done, guys. It was your brainchild, so uh, awesome stuff. Mm, no, it's exciting. It's exciting, mainly just because of this balloon that's in front of me that says fifty on it. Also, yeah, where did we get that from? That was Bronnie, our yeah. sister. There you go. Great. Very yeah. good of her. Very, very impressive, actually. Very handy. Um, now, guys, obviously, if you are here already, you're probably aware of this, but here at the We Got The Chocolates podcast, we are definitely about striving for wins, but frequently missing. Uh, we've played plenty of sports throughout our journey, and therefore, all of our conversation often centres around sport uh, and the stories that we've accumulated. So, if you are looking for some entertainment uh, and some sporting knowledge or endeavours... <laughs> Made a meal deal of this. Something along those lines. But anyway, stick around is the really that it's the key take home message. Um and if you left us because of that introduction, I don't blame you. Um but guys, uh obviously we need to introduce you to everyone's favorite vegan cyclist, which is skin. There's yeah. a vicious rumor going around that you fit both of those categories now. We were obviously all aware yeah. of the veganism. The yeah. cycling thing is new. Yeah, correct. Yeah, I've already copped enough stick about being a vegan for a while. And yeah, obviously I've, I've moved out, which we discussed last week, got a little bit closer to work um, and decided to try and save a little bit of money on the go-kart each week by getting a bike and riding to work, which probably fits me into the into the total living as well nicely, which we'll discuss later. But, um, but yeah, now I'm a... Now I'm a vegan cyclist, so I'm in both categories of the two most hated people on the planet. So that's, that's great. <laughs> Lucky you're a half-decent bloke, so well, you get away with it. Yeah, hopefully, yeah. hopefully I'll break the stereotypes a little bit. But yeah, no. at, least, at least being a vegan cyclist hasn't stopped you from getting on board the Alchemy Cordials Australia smoothies. I can oh, see one yeah, in front of you there. Oh, yeah, this is true. What a yeah. product. In fact, great recovery after my big bike ride home has. 
Mm. Nice little delicious mango smoothie. The elixir of life, as it's known, <laughs> I believe. Uh, the mango smoothie, fantastic. Now, has you haven't got one in front of you, but that's obviously there's reasons behind that. I yeah, assume it's yeah. not just an off day for you. I have been having a lot of their smoothies for breakfast. Uh, I actually had a chocolate milkshake using their chocolate syrup tonight. So, so okay. I'm still, yeah, having so plenty of their products. Representing the products. Thank you very much, Has. That is part of your contract, after all. Uh, now, guys, a uh, few things that we need to probably let you know. Um, I guess on this episode, there will be stories to start with. Uh, there's a couple of big things, though, that are coming up, and that is the revealing of the Toad 11, which has been ongoing for a fair while. We've had some great nominations, including a couple of last-minute ones, which may or may not have actually snuck in. With Well, definitely were on the selector's radar. Uh, and then we also have got sort of just like a montage or a best bits uh, of some of the episodes that we've put together across our journey right from the very start where the sound was horrific uh, in episode one all the way through to now where the sound is still horrific. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and so, so you will enjoy that trip down memory lane a great deal. But that's coming up. Uh, to start with, guys, you know that I'm obviously uh, very, very good at every sport. Um, well, certainly fairly good. Never quite good enough at any one of them, but uh, but definitely very good at every sport except for ice skating. But that's mainly just due mm. to the fear of sort of having my hands sliced off when you fall on the ice. I'm same sure with me. Yeah. Definitely the same with me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, now you also be aware that uh, I have recently acquired a miso soup. Um, well done. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> acquired. Yeah. You purchased. No, Interesting no, no. choice of just, words. No, not well. <laughs> yeah, um, that is that is a missus or a girlfriend for anyone out there who's wondering what a miso oh, yeah, soup is. Right. That's <laughs> cheese and kisses. It is. It is indeed the missus. Um, to Jessica, shout out. She's in the middle of Australia somewhere, so she won't be hearing it, which is great news. Um, but uh, I haven't sort of done any physical activity competitions with Jess due to obviously just how uneven that ledger would be, and that's not a sexist comment. It's just a very arrogant comment <laughs> um, in the fact that I'm obviously ridiculously talented, and not everyone has that ability uh, yeah, right. and so yeah. therefore we sort of haven't gone and done any physical activity uh, and but she twisted my arm and managed to convince me that we needed to go tamping bowling the other night on Friday mm. right and uh, and I've done a little bit of tamping bowling we used to actually take the Marriottville kids in Adelaide down to tamping bowl as one of their sport and recreation sports it was a very tough lesson for me to run right. um, so I've rated my ability as a tamping bowler uh, which I was happy to let just know on the way to that particular event um, unfortunately, what happened next was nothing short of a debacle for me. We played two <laughs> games. Uh, the first one, I went uh, quite a few gutter balls. I was oh, no. just loitering around sort of the 60 to 70 mark in terms of total score. Not one spare, not one strike. In the meantime, I could not understand what was going on with her throws. She was throwing them at genuine snail pace and they were knocking down pins left, right and centre and I was trying to throw thunderbolts and they were doing no damage whatsoever. I'm, with, yeah, I'm, I'm a poor poor bowler myself. No, nah, so, just no uh, idea with the techniques and throwing yeah, the little spinners yeah. that were just nailing pins yeah. all over the shop. And uh, and I obviously was just getting more and more frustrated um, as we went, trying to be like really, really calm and obviously enjoy the experience and it's great one-on-one quality time. Uh, but then she would say things like, oh, that's okay, like, that's a good try. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, oh this is killing me, like genuinely killing me. Good on her. Well, um, obviously it then gets to the end of her 10th throw and uh, she has beaten me by about 45 points. She's like 128 to my 68. Um, and <laughs> she was very excited about the fact that she'd beaten, obviously, an extremely talented athlete. Uh, yep. 
And so she gets the phone out to take a photo. And it was at that moment that uh, my just protective instincts kicked in. <laughs> and I went straight to the game screen and went, end game, next game, <laughs> before she was able to take a photo. Uh, and that really lit the fuse for yeah, one of the yeah. great blow-ups uh, about how sore loser, or how much <laughs> of a sore loser I was, which is fair. Very fair. You're um, known for your quick thinking, aren't you? That's right. And then I got my act together in game two, absolutely smashed her. And then sort of got to the end of the uh, tenth round and said, "Do you want to take a photo?" <laughs> I was on one one sixty, delightful. Uh, yeah. Now, what, how did you make the comeback? How, what happened in the second? Well, game? it turns but out that if you throw them wrong. straighter, oh. um, yeah, it makes a massive difference. So I was actually, I'll tell you, just because everyone does come here for their ten pin bowling tips, mm. uh, I aimed literally just at like the first, like the first arrow, just to the right but only like five metres from where I was throwing. And it was like the old aim small, miss small, Skinnel. So I just tried to hit that arrow. And lo and behold, when it got down the other end, it was doing damage. Wow, there you go. Okay, mm, Write that one down in your book. Yeah, it's right. life I'll hacks, please. Because, Leo, last time I went bowling, it was wouldn't have been pretty to watch, I don't think. Mm. Yeah. So no. I need, need all the tips I can get. It's almost like ice skating for me. Not like... And ice skating, you're worried your hand's going to get chopped off. I'm actually worried my fingers are going to get stuck in the bowling ball. and yeah, get yeah. big like, hands. Yeah. That's why. That's a monster hand. You'd have to use size 13s or something. <laughs> I was racking around with a little size 9. That was fine. Worried about dislocating Probably why I didn't knock over any pins, actually, yeah. in hindsight. Makes sense. Mm. Anyways, that'll do us there. Are you happy? Yeah, I'm happy. I just wanted to let you know that I won. Yeah, no, so. great story. Thank you, Lethal. <laughs> um, well, moving on, I've got to, I've got to ask what because you've written this in the show notes for us, Lethal. But I'm just oh, and baffled I to say it then. It, no, well, I'll, I mean, I'll introduce it because it just looks like a blatant lie. I cooked dinner for Skin last night. No, well, it doesn't say that. It said, "Oh crap!" It does say that. It's meant yeah. to say, "I cooked dinner last night, Skin." <laughs> oh. Yeah, no, it says, yeah, okay, no. It definitely says, oh, I cooked dinner for skin last night. No, 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 there's no... You cooked, four, just, you cooked no, four skin for dinner? No, <laughs> strict no foreskin chat okay. on this oh, particular no podcast. Okay, right. No, 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 cooked foreskin. Uh, no. No, no, I didn't. I just kicked, I just cooked skin. Uh, and people that, for the backstory, for the context, uh, that doesn't happen frequently. Yeah, no, well, I lived with you for a few years. Maybe this is where you cooked. Once or twice, maybe. I think that got me a nomination in the Toad 11 as yeah. well was the fact that I never did grocery shopping and always no, waited for yeah. other people to cook. And Correct. Um, yeah, so I, I won the battle last night and actually did cook. But I feel like, honestly, that the real battle in life is actually, in fact, trying to limit the amount of times that you have to cook through the week as much as humanly possible. I feel like the people that dominate at life, that's exactly what they're doing. Like I know for a fact that I would not have played footy again this year if it wasn't for the Thursday night meal deals, because it's just another <laughs> another night that I can block in and go, perfect dinner sorted for that night. Skin on, you just moved out, so I'll be locking myself in at yours, obviously, uh, once per week for a, <laughs> for a meal deal, please. Okay, right. Tuesday, obviously, Thursday night meals at cricket as well. They just I'm trying to bank as many of those things as possible so that it just gives me sort of one night that I have to look after. Okay, very fair. Mm. Although I could... Like, interest you in it in another tactic which is maybe like meal prepping just sort of getting a bit more organized getting your life together a little bit yeah we'll go with option a thanks <laughs> i appreciate the appreciate the concern okay, yeah. <laughs> we'll just keep bumming off other people as yeah, well how's it you want me over for dinner at all this week i oh, want not my parents are down in new south wales surfing so who's cooking then 
no one, but <laughs> that doesn't help. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll cook up something if you want. <laughs> Magnificent. Bring the tacos out and something like that. Yeah, I'll take that. No, absolutely. Okay, guys. Uh, and then one piece of news uh, we we talked a little bit recently about uh, the damage that coronavirus is sort of doing, uh, and it's particularly to the sporting competitions that we're quite interested in. Um, AFL in particular, uh, New South Wales shut their borders again, so the Victorian teams just made it in there today. Uh, but probably the story that has been dominating headlines is about the fact that there are some players that are definitely not going into the hub. Uh, two players from Richmond in particular that are both sort of one that's just had a child and then one that's expecting a child within the next month. Um, so that is uh, something that a lot of people have been well, you could probably get a social sim in again out of this for people that are just hosing them about how <laughs> they have to go and if old, old mate doesn't, like, I don't get paid if I don't go to work because these guys are still getting paid, right? But obviously those people have never heard of paternity leave. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. So that's quite interesting in itself. But uh, but guys, I, I think that it's, it is only fair really that people want to be home uh, for the pending birth of their child. Like, I feel like that makes sense. I, I mean, probably at the level of football that we play, Skinnled, it's slightly different often. I know in Adelaide there were definitely guys that were probably signing up their one-day-old children for barbecue duty so that they could get down and watch the A-grade in the <laughs> afternoon. But um, but that was obviously when the child was born in the same state yeah. that they were playing footy in. Uh, so I feel like that's probably reasonably understandable. Playing yeah. AFL to get away from their family instead that's of... Exactly, that's their exactly family. right. People use it as an escape. It's funny that the people that are playing it professionally <laughs> try to go the other way. Yeah, um, yeah that's right. Has And even that that's probably not limited to AFL. That can be plenty of cricket guys and stuff as well that uh, probably just uh, have to give the old story like, oh, sorry, especially when they're rained out days. Rained out days, I see it all the time um, when guys will get on the phone and call their wife and go, sorry, no, the umpires are just still checking the pitch. Like, we got called off four hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> trying to buy as much time as possible. Correct. Oh, perfect. Skinner, you got a segment for us, I think. I do, yeah. Um, yeah, well, not so much a segment, just a little story. I was thinking, so we introduced that speak pipe thing onto the website to talk about the Total 11 and get sort of plenty of nominations there, and I was, I was sort of pondering what we could use it for. I mean, it's going to stay on the website now that now that Total 11's coming to an end. Mm. Um, so I wanted to just sort of get an, an opportunity to get some stories in um, from, the, from the listeners, and I, I had something strange happen the other day that I, I thought I could talk about, just sort of prompt a little something, if you don't mind. Mm, um, so I, I went out for for lunch on Sunday, I believe. Had had a beverage or two with an old friend. Um, Alchemy? No, alcoholic. No, um, <laughs> same thing. <laughs> Raw sugar. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, no, so so I just got a message during the week from someone that wanted to catch up with me, and I I think he's a listener of the show. So um, Snowy, if you're listening, uh, thanks for the thanks for the beer. Um, mm. But yeah, we I wouldn't have seen him in probably eight years. It was. Had been a while. Did just, you buy him one by any chance? Yeah, I bought him one. He bought me one. That's that's how it works. Jeez, that's an equilibrium. Yeah, yeah, it was nice. <laughs> nice. Um, but anyways, so yeah, caught up for the first time in eight years. I, I used to play a lot of cricket with him. Very good cricketer in his younger days. I remember yeah. Brandon used to bowl rockets, yeah. like sli- sliding yeah. skiddy rockets. But yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, he was like he was short but rapid. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Mm. And he's still quite short. Um, and it actually, he told me he's tried to tried to get involved in. I think because he's joined the army now, and he's like tried to get involved in their cricket team. And reckons he does not bowl rapids anymore. He said the first time he came back and had a bowl, it, like, the ball bounced three times before it got to the batsman. So tell him it's not like quite the same. Dumb orthodox. So okay. it works <laughs> <laughs> Very true. But anyway, so we're just sitting there having a beverage. 
um, and discussing sort of plenty of junior cricket stories, all that sort of stuff. And we were talking about uh, another mate that we played a lot of cricket with growing up and his this this other friend, his dad, coached us when we were kids. But, I, I mean, I hadn't seen Brandon in probably eight years and I hadn't seen this father in probably over ten years. Um, but Brandon was telling me that his, his dad still caught up with our old coach every now and then, that they were sort of good mates and they played a few, um, you know, I don't know, over 40s games of cricket together or whatever. And, I can't wait um, to play that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. Anyways, and so he's like literally halfway through this sentence um, about about our old coach. And I, I'm looking at him and just see his jaw drop and he just goes, F me, that's him right there. <laughs> bloke that I haven't seen in over 10 years that we're halfway through a sentence talking about just walks past and gives us a wave. Like, oh, wow. it, just, it was just so bizarre. Like, What are the chances of Brendan and I even catching up, let alone him walking past at that exact time? I just found that unbelievable. So I thought I'd, I'd, I'd ask if anyone had a similar story like that to share. Yeah. Well, that, I definitely yeah. have a similar story. I don't think he is a listener of the show. I should be, but uh, Blair Forsyth has uh, lived in Canada. For, he was someone that I was really close with um in like especially year 11 and 12 like and and probably the first year out when he was at uni and stuff as well um big table tennis battles and stuff in the house and we were very close and then he Mm. he moved overseas to canada uh, i believe i think he might have lived in a few different places but finally sort of settled in canada working in snow where people work in the snow (laughs) Um, yeah and uh and then so that was as far as i knew that was him he'd been over there since 2010 and uh Fast forward six years later, 2016, it might have been Skinny with her. I yeah, I was. Yeah, I remember this. Somewhere uh, around there. Yeah, and so we were on a little family Christmas holiday uh, down the coast, staying in a hotel. And as we caught the lift downstairs, down the coast, so definitely not Canada, uh, mm. lo and behold, Blair Forsyth opens the lift door and was standing right there. Um, and they weren't even staying in that hotel. They just came there for dinner. Yeah, yeah. And we just happened to catch them, like, on the way up. Yeah. It was the weirdest thing. Yeah, ever. it was real weird. Like, and, yeah. Like, what, yeah, the chances of us getting in that exact lift, because we'd been sitting there fumbling around watching bloody Travis Head in the Big Bash League or something all night. We were meant to leave, like, an hour and a half before, and we were running late and just happened to get in the lift as they were going yeah, past. that's right. crazy. Skin, can we get a skin start segment where you actually work out the chances of that? I don't know how I would possibly do that. <laughs> uh, give it a way. That's my job, I suppose. Give that a whirl. Help anyone, Skittle. But yeah, on another note to skin stats, if any listeners have, have a similar story, get them in the speak pipe, send us an email at ETC. Mm, absolutely. That would be fantastic. Good, mm. Skittle. Great contribution, early doors. Thank you. Fantastic. Has Talk us through the uh, little knitwear you've got on tonight. It's not really knitted, but <laughs> what threads are you wearing? Yeah, I just got a Broncos shirt on. It's it's my very own Broncos jersey. I I know they're struggling at the moment. I know they're mm. six losses in a row. So yeah, no uh, idea. that's not the worst. Far out, six losses. I played. Should have been at my first season for Valleys. <laughs> Going to win a game in any format for the whole year. It's oh, no. <laughs> about 106 games. Yeah, it's certainly much worse. But it's it's not a great team to be supporting at the moment. If you if you like your team's winning. Um, but, you know, I reckon they can turn it around soon. And I'm, I'm not a massive fan of people, you know, being too quiet or, you know, stop supporting their team just because they're losing. Like, if you support your team, you support their team. You're like, yeah. you don't expect them to win every week. Um, you don't well, I'm pretty impressed, Haz, because I've uh, never seen you wear a Broncos jersey when they're winning. And then when they're losing, <laughs> you are wearing one. So That's I feel true. like you're the complete yeah. opposite. Yeah, proud supporter. The, the boys do a good job. They do their best. So If you are looking for another them. team, though, Haz, the Brisbane Lions are going well. 
Aren't they ever? And if you are looking for another team outside of those two, the We Got the Chocolate shirts are quite delightful to wear. Ah, yes, I've heard. I have heard that. Now, guys, we might be going on break for a few weeks, but the shop does not close. Let me tell you, Skinnled is working left, right, and centre <laughs> day and night to make sure that the merchandise are yeah. keeps getting sent out on time. Yeah, exactly. Just got to keep up with all those orders flowing. <laughs> That's yeah. right. Make, uh, yeah, make your choice out of your red or your white T-shirt if you yeah. get one of those, and or get a jumper to get you through the rest of winter. Yeah, yeah. I feel like we might be running pretty. Short Short on the old yeah, hoodies, but there's definitely hats and beanies. Yeah, someone get the last hoodie. Oh, is there one left? I think so, isn't there? I'm pretty sure there's one lock size extra small left or something <laughs> stupid. So. No, tell people what the actual sizing in case someone wants to buy it. No, I think it's a small, maybe. Ah, yeah. I couldn't tell you. There's one hoodie. Someone buy it. You know you're out there. We're talking to you. Yeah. Buy it. All right, everyone. The time has come. Uh, the moment you've all been waiting for for the last couple of months, I, I reckon, uh, yeah. and that is the to name our final eleven for the for the total eleven segment we've been running. So uh, there was actually a very late entry made tonight, just before recording from Tony Grant. <laughs> it's what I feel bad you get it because like it also helped us quite a bit. <laughs> uh, but yeah, she's she's nominated her son Maddie Campbell. Uh, Big listener and supporter of the show. Thank you. Uh, but unfortunately, the team's already been selected, so we can't add him in there. Um, our selectors have done their job, but we will read out the nomination nonetheless. Uh, so her nomination was, my son Maddie would deserve one, being nominated, that is, for having me buy his We Got The Chocolates merchandise and then spending another $100 to get it over to him in England. Lucky I love him. And all I can say about that... Tony is, we love him as well, but we'd rather you than us in terms <laughs> of the shipping. <laughs> uh, but yeah, fantastic nomination. Very, very good. Uh, I appreciate the support. Thank obviously, you. there was a huge selection process to this. We, we needed to have a, a large amount of integrity given the nominations that were coming through. There couldn't be any biased opinions, particularly when all three of us had also been nominated, <laughs> which was not overly helpful and probably not what we envisaged at the start. No. Um, we didn't really plan on making this so that we ended up in there uh, but anyway that has happened or well, potentially we certainly nominations were received yeah. uh, so we did have to go to now there two there were two selectors that were happy to name because they're hilarious uh, and that was Luke Feldman and Dan Cranich uh, both uh, cricketers, both love their politics uh, and both very, very good at making these type of decisions. Uh, but there were also three other panellists uh, that chose to stay anonymous that did have their votes counted as well so that we could indeed come up with one final Total 11, which has will definitely release on social media and stuff as well. Um, but this is sort of how well that went, I guess, Skin. Yeah, I'll start us off with our, our first first guest judge in Luke Feldman. Um, and I'll, I mean, I'll try and do it as much justice as I can. He's obviously puts it in much better words than I will, I'm sure. But anyway, he started off and said, firstly, anyone over the age of 24 still living at home whilst having a full-time em- employment is in the 11. <laughs> Give the baby boomers a chance to have a route with the door open again. <laughs> so obviously I think, <laughs> as, I, as I said, might not do it justice, but has I think that's you, mate. That is me. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty me as well, but mum's single, so surely it's fine. <laughs> it's that guy. She's on the uh, silver singles, though. You know, silver like. singles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm getting out of here tomorrow. Um, so that, so that's that. That's our first one. Has is locked in. No shocks. Right. Um, Any captaincy for Has? Uh, oh well, Fox didn't specify, but okay. I think he's a good chance. Yeah, massive. Um, then he wanted to confirm if Preston kept the money for himself when he was cleaning out the recycling bins at Toomble, or if he was acting as an agent for the club. Okay, I've got uh, an update on that. Have you? Yeah. Um, so it was basically 
the person that nominated Presto came back and said, I'd be shocked if he's ever spent a dollar at the club. Uh, Feldman said, so never spent a dollar at the club and has taken their cans <laughs> and has taken their cans for personal gain, practically stealing money from junior cricket in the total <laughs> effort. <laughs> Very harsh, but yep. Okay. Brilliant. So he's locked in. Yep. Uh, Fox then says, the man, oh, the man that he labels the toilet paper thief is definitely in, which is, of course, Luke Hagel's dad. Mm. I'm sure we'll all remember. Correct. Great, Great nomination, that. Yeah. Um, ben Newton is in as nominated by Jack Wood and Luke being a police officer has noted the potential fraud charge may be pending for Ben. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so no. just, just to remind everyone, that was he was the bloke that's just kept going up to up to Jack saying, Yeah, shout, yeah, that was shout, only the last episode, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. Um, then we might remember Kevin, who was nominated. I think he was a self-nomination for filling up with thirty dollars and two cents of pet worth of petrol, and yeah. then paying with cash to save an extra two cents. Um, but Fox believes that this is not tied at all, and should be a tip in our life hack segment. Well, I, I as a tight ass, reckon that you know. Sending me mix, mixed messages, this comment from Fox, because you know I think all the money saving habits I do should be classified as smart, you know, life hacks, not just tight, as Fox has said this one is. So. Uh, yeah. oh, well, well, has <laughs> can't argue with the selectors. Unfortunately, I'm not sure why you're pleading your case with us. We're trying to get ourselves out. Yeah. <laughs> Very true. Um, what do we got next? Uh, Adam Luke, Holyoke. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so Luke has leapt to the defence of Adam Holyoke, saying. Oh, he nominated himself for the use of toll roads, um, and he and Fox has said that that's not tight at all, and he likes the fact that he makes him earn a quicker trip, which is which is fair. Okay. <laughs> Self punishment and reward there, I suppose. Nice yep. system. Um, Harry Heal is in Fox's eleven, according to our resident cop. He's in everyone's eleven. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Uh, and Fox has said tenants are not allowed to sublet or. All or part of their residence without permission of the landlord. If a tenant does sublet without the landlord's permission, this is a breach of the agreement which the tenant <laughs> and landlord hold, and the landlord will be entitled to compensation from the tenant. Therefore, court proceedings are pending. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Perfect. Uh, yep. Oh, I love this one. <laughs> this is the old reverse Malachi here. Oh, yeah, yeah. So Jake Stanton's workmate has not been selected as it was Jake's issue for being lazy and not reading the terms and conditions prior to committing to the borrowing of the jacket. So Jake is in the... Uh, so, so Jake... Is in so the Jake's 11. workmate is fine. Yeah. Despite being the one that was nominated. Jake, <laughs> Jake did the nominating and he has gone into t- t- Fox's total limit. <laughs> Brilliant. So, okay. Interesting. Interesting take. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, this is then a we've name got, that came up plenty of times. Yeah, yeah, correct. So now we've got Jack Beath is locked in the team. Uh, and Fox has said not only for the accusation made against him, but also because he's often caught wearing designer clothing and while not buying a beer. Uh, and he said, I'm sure Ralph Lauren and Tommy Hilfiger will get their round when they're up. <laughs> <laughs> he's not yeah, wrong. Brilliant. Perfect. Uh, James Bargo obviously makes Fox's team as well since he was his own nomination. So he's sticking with that. Of course. Um, the lolly thief, Carl Micken, has made the cut. Oh, not sure Micko will be staying. <laughs> he would not be happy with that. Considering he claims it was all fabricated. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Perfect. Um, and finally, he was more than happy for his former teammates in Bryce Street, Jimmy Pearson, Michael Nessa and Nathan Reardon to be in the team as well as he has seen their fiscally responsible tendencies firsthand for many years. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> didn't he give them a couple of free passes for a couple of them, didn't he? For being like good bloke factor or something, or yeah, 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 yeah. Right. something like that. 
With some interesting selection criteria. You'd be with. <laughs> yeah, well, he's definitely thought out his selections there, Fox. And uh, our second selector is, as you mentioned, Dan Cranich from Turnbull. And uh, and yeah, this is his 11 that he sent in. So the openers, uh, Jack Beath and Preston White, he has added to both of their original nominations, actually, by saying that there is a rumour floating around that Michelle Beath, Jack's mother, still pays his phone bill, which is yeah hard to believe. And also, Jack is 23, lives at home, and Dan will cut his knob if Jack pays rent. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, nice. He says that uh, Preston's behaviour is disgraceful, but he's still a seriously good bloke. Uh, and there is also apparently no doubt Preston takes new kit from the club cupboards every year. Mm. Okay. No just, doubt. It's just adding up, isn't it? <laughs> that's, that's locked him in. Unfortunately, I'm at number three. Uh, at least he's put me in a good batting spot. Um, <laughs> and he says that I'm on the big bucks, apparently, uh, and I'm, I'm better than that. So referring to the reasons that I was nominated, I guess. That's true, you are rich. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll cop that from uh, from Crano, that's okay. Uh, ben Newton is also number four. Uh, he gets credit for his, almost gets credit for his nightclub uh, tactics, but it also makes Dan sick to think a mate could do the same to him. <laughs> that's a moral dilemma. Uh, Dan has put Adam Holyoke in his team at number five. Uh, his message, message to Smokes is, take the toll, you cheap pom. <laughs> Um, so <laughs> he does go. go on to explain that Yeah, yeah, strong words uh, Harry Heal, number six uh, His room renting idea was very inventive But pretty ranked to be honest uh, Dan reckons and, and wants to know if the sheets got washed afterwards uh, Number seven, James Spargo again He said that the accusation made against James is criminal BYO is for family events At your teetotaling relative's place only mm-hmm. uh, Lethal, you're uh, you're in there at number eight That's geez, slippery pole down to number eight <laughs> Yeah, um, I'm not batting but uh, he reckons that Aldi's cheap, mate, so go and get your groceries Obviously from there. I've never been to Aldi, but maybe now that I've cooked once, I may as well not stop. Yeah, correct. <laughs> get on a roll, <laughs> will <though>. please. <laughs> uh, Jimmy Pearson's in there at nine. Uh, at ten is Kev. He reckons it's fair with his pa- petrol browser tactics, um, but it's a dangerous game if you slip the nozzle and go up an extra cent. Mm, yeah, massive. Very that's happened to me. Yeah. Uh, Mikey Nessa is in there again at number 11. Again, it's not usually batting that low, but uh, surely the Ashes Tour money means he can fork out the $4.50 for tolls to save 30 minutes. Uh, but yeah, Dan was also very transparent in saying that he has shares in Transurban, um, hence the <laughs> comments to take the tolls. Uh, so fair enough. <laughs> oh, that's full. That's a full disclaimer there. I like that. That's so, uh, so yeah, we've, we've put those two nominations together with our three uh, anonymous mm. uh, selection selectors. Yep. And we've got the uh, yep. the most common names that have come up they were all fairly similar, to be fair. <laughs> it actually was. It was good unity across the selectors, mm. considering they didn't do it together. Uh, so our final 11 reads like this, if you're happy for me to re- reveal it, guys. Do we have a drum roll sound effect? No, that's as good as it gets. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Our final 11 is Jack Beath, Bryce Street, Preston White, Sam Hazlitt, Captain. Jimmy, <laughs> oh, I added that. Jimmy Pearson, Lee Drennan, Ben Newton, Harry Heal, James Spargo, Michael Nessa, and Dane Weston. And Skinnell, you've been added in as 12th man. <laughs> despite not appearing in. <laughs> despite not being nominated in one <laughs> Oh, he's no, not that no, 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 he wasn't How do people forget that he broke a coffee cup on purpose and <laughs> didn't replace <laughs> didn't it? Have you replaced it yet? I have, so. yeah. I've seen Bezos oh, okay. coffee That's cup. Right. Maybe people found out about that. Was that yeah. in the news, maybe? Yeah, it must have been. Okay. So very well done to those players. Congratulations on your selection uh, and make sure that you do continue to check your emails because the coaches will be in touch with uh, training schools.
schedules, times, uh, and obviously venues as well. Something that everyone should be uh, very proud of, being named in that 11. Massive. Very prestigious. <laughs> well, we need to say that because we're in it. So it's <laughs> well done on 12th man duties as well. Yep, Look thanks. forward to having you carry yeah. the drinks. Yeah, Waiting in the wings start. for an injury. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Lee, what's that uh, football doing in front of you there? Oh, this one. Oh, crap, I forgot. Uh, no, wait, weren't we, weren't we doing that thing where we all brought in our most recent trophies? I thought that was uh, yeah. when we came back from our break. Oh, that's a classic communication error. Yeah, yeah, four weeks early. Yeah, so I've just got so many there. It was sort of... Uh, kind <laughs> of, yeah, right, of course. Um, yeah, yeah, right. No, but that's a good point that you mentioned it, though, Has we, uh, we definitely are. I don't feel like we let people know. We've obviously built up plenty of hype about the 50th episode, uh, but it is also time. It means that we've spent a huge amount of time on the tools, plenty of worksheets, uh, plenty of mm-hmm. timesheets that we've put in, um, zero overtime, zero time and a half, uh, so we've had a break, and also it couples with the fact that uh, this is my birthday month, actually, Skinnel. Um, yeah. This is the first week yeah, of the yeah. birthday month, so make sure that you're ready for those <laughs> celebrations. So we do, in fact, have to have a month off. It's been enforced. It's pretty much law, really, that sort of once you get to that 30 age bracket, that um, four weeks off. Yeah, Just makes sense, makes doesn't sense. it? Yeah. Yeah. Annual leave. <laughs> uh, it is important. But obviously, um, there was talks and rumours, vicious rumours, about our retirement. Uh, that's <laughs> obviously not true. We need to squash those rumours straight away. Uh, you know, fake news. Um, so don't obviously listen to that. We will definitely be back, and we'll be back bigger and better, I'd say, or potentially just uh, as mediocre as ever. <laughs> we haven't decided yet, really. Uh, <laughs> Massive plans on the horizon. So, huge uh, plans. Huge plans, I think. Tell your friends. Share it around. There's, uh, there's big things happening. There is. There is. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so, I mean... That's pretty much what we have to let people know, isn't it? We do apologise that we're not going to be with you. There's no question. But when I say not going to be with you, I mean more in like a podcasting every single week, uploading to listen in your cars type of thing. Where we will still be is obviously across all of your social media platforms, providing bulk entertainment. Uh, and then, you know, well, you'll see plenty of us in real life as well, down to the Div 2 resis. We're back this week. Uh, come and watch us have a kick. Um, any other places people can find us the website obviously yeah, the website. you can just look forward to seeing all those videos we've talked about and we've done yeah. a little bit of a 
hype building on our podcast and, and highlights from those videos, but uh, they'll all be released in the coming weeks. That's exactly right. We very much look forward to it. But we did think that it was important uh, to leave you so that you have a positive taste in your mouth because we know that would disappoint you, an extended break. Um, we did want to put together this montage for you all to enjoy as your sort of final memory from our 50th episode and as our final sort of celebration for that particular milestone. Obviously, post this, it's just on business as usual. We're chasing that 100, we're chasing a double 100. Um, <laughs> there's, you know, there's a really, really large score on offer as we talked about. Uh, but we did want to present to you guys some of our favourite bits, some highlights and definitely some bloopers as well. Please enjoy. Well, 50 episodes is up, eh? And what a journey it has been. It all started when me, Mitch and James sat down in front of a MacBook and recorded our thoughts on all things in the sporting world with some of the greatest audio quality ever achieved. I have actually, I mean, can we prove that they're from the pinching? I've certainly seen similar um, markings on your neck, James, after a quick patch session. I'm sure about that. <laughs> well, no questions. Yeah, so. Are we sure that that didn't occur at halftime? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I've, I've never asked Jessica to kiss my tricep. <laughs> this even included our first parody song. Captain has come through. With it and without you. without you. In fact, we sung a lot more songs at the start. When I lost it, when I looked so bland, now I've glassed it. It's all going to plan, you're all waiting for the facial hair overhaul. And so say, I love that moment. 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 I wanna do the Steve Smith and that real good quicks lose heart. Cause Steve will hit a master showdown, is his favorite cricket. And hits it off his legs, wow, that grip Hit it off, throw down, bowls rip He'll just lean back and watch him fidget Steve Smith's a gun Well left, well left, well left, well left We had our first interview It was long distance and via Skype I thought a guy that I've been friends with for uh, <laughs> I don't know, you would say probably 15 years Would pronounce my last name right But he still oh, doesn't no. Nah, did I get um, it wrong on the intro again? <laughs> I- it's because I try to embrace um, no, my. Well, I, mean, I try to embrace the saying, Afrikaans version. That's why. Yeah, yeah, but then you got to get that. <laughs> that's right. You can't. You can't just. You can't just drop this dodgy like tag. <laughs> and then in episode seven, we had our first introduction to the one and the only Sam Hazlitt. Yeah, look, it's an honour to be here uh, as an avid uh, avid listener of the of the podcast. Each week, I've listened to all six, so uh, it's quite surreal to be a part of it this week for the seventh. Oh, that is proper. This also included a serious sound upgrade, but Lethal has never exactly got the hang of how to use that new soundboard. Yeah, we were able to chase down South Australia's total and and, um, and get the first win for the season. That's it. Has I've just got to experiment with something here, I think, um, but that, that story probably deserves. <laughs> no, it laughing. doesn't. It doesn't deserve <laughs> laughing at all. So um, that was a poor experiment. I might label those buttons for next time, but, you know, sometimes you just got to make mistakes and that was the point that we were getting to. Anyway, um, now it has. Oh, I better play this one more time, hey? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> this one. Um, yeah, let's get to it. Do you want to go? Get stuck yeah. in there? Yeah, no, no, I'm happy. I thought you were pressing a button. Let's go. Uh, I was actually looking for a button, so I was sort of hoping that you guys were going to speak for a bit longer. Right, okay. Uh, but on a 
accountant. Both of you are useless. I'll just find it myself. Thank you very much. Okay, well, maybe if you were less useless on the buttons, then it wouldn't have been a problem. But. <laughs> maybe if there were less than 16 buttons for me to swap through. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everyone. Let's Here go, is Christian Welch. As hung around from here on in, and we had some cracking guests come on board in the early stages. Uh, with Luke Feldman telling us stories about a part of preseason training he has always hated, and of course not missing out on a chance to throw a barb at has for being a tight ass. I don't mind doing preseason getting fitter, but I just want it to be relevant to what we're doing in the season. So one one year, Phil Jakes had us doing gymnastics. You know, I never saw. Look, some of the boys can't touch their toes. It's quite embarrassing. So we're at the at the uh, the national. Um, Gymnastics centre getting coached by national coaches who are just wasting their time on 18, 18 cricketers. And to be honest, Nadia Comaneci never had a net before she went to the Olympics, did she? <laughs> no, no, I'm afraid I'm not even sure who Nadia Comaneci is, but I assume she's some sort of gymnast. Yeah, so no. she's the first person to get a perfect 10, mate. Is this not a sports podcast? Yeah, it is. Sorry, man. Obviously, we haven't branched out to the gymnastics section. Has has been too busy talking about rock climbing and surfing, so we haven't got to gymnastics yet. We'll get there eventually. No. All right. Well, that doesn't surprise me. Two things that are free to do. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure to be on the podcast with the most fiscally responsible person in Australian cricket. Yeah, we went out to the balcony and here's this bloke um, handing out a minibar to his friends. So I said to Krugs, hey, hey mate, just just stay up, stay up here, keep an eye on him. I'm going to go grab him. So I... I took my badge. So I always carry my badge with me. I don't know why. It's absolutely useless in Victoria. There's absolutely nothing. <laughs> but um, I quickly ran downstairs and then went outside. And um, are you allowed to say the C word on this podcast? Uh, yeah, absolutely, of course. Yeah. So, so I said, "Wrong room, champ." And um, <laughs> Volko's son's AFL player, Jack Lukosius, was potentially a bit reluctant to admit that having Lee as a cricket coach was what got him to where he is now. It was. How many people would obviously know this about you, but um, it's probably worth mentioning your cricket career as well. Uh, obviously, sort of the, the Fulham Falcons there would have been very happy to have your services for multiple years to come. Uh, but you were actually quite a prodigious talent as a young cricketer as well, which is obviously where I came to know you uh, through the West Torrens Cricket Club. And we've mentioned the uh, three, Pete, that we've won quite a few <laughs> oh, times. Sure. Just to throw that out. <laughs> <laughs> three premierships in one year, that was, boys. Um, so that's obviously uh, where I got to meet you, Jack. I uh, got the pleasure of meeting you and uh, getting to face you for a couple of times. But you have actually mentioned like on countless occasions, I've certainly seen a lot of interviews where you've sort of mentioned that you learnt your cool, calm, composed approach at the back that you're sort of well known for uh, from having me as your sort of Friday night cricket academy coach. Is that fair to say? <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess so. Um... <laughs> Female footballer Kate McCarthy shared plenty of life hacks in episode 17 which Lee has tried to continue on with ever since, but nothing beats her long sleeve Guernsey tip. I looked at one of your Instagram photos with your St Kilda long sleeve jersey on uh, the other day. By the way, are you going long sleeves only this season now that you're in Melbourne, or do you reckon you're, there's still a there's still a role for the sleeveless in there somewhere, do you think? Uh, I don't know. See, I've, I've worn the sleeves for so long now that I kind of feel comforting, and like yeah. they look sick, so I'll yeah, probably keep with the long sleeve. Yeah. And I actually like... Even though they serve, like, they obviously serve a sun protection um, purpose when it's really hot, but 
I found that if I wet the sleeves of them with like ice cold water, it actually keeps me cooler than a sleeveless jersey. Oh, that's an absolute retains, life hack for people. <laughs> yeah, and ours are like really, they're like rashy, the material that we play in. It's not like the men's where it's like that cotton. Yeah, It's yeah, like yeah. a rashy kind of material and it stays wet. And then if there's any wind or anything, it cools you down. So. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to stay with the longies. You've justified that well. I think I might go out and purchase one. Yeah, yeah, right. cool yeah. yeah. Um, and they're skin tight, so you'll look great in it. Yeah, well, that's, that is, <laughs> well, now you've definitely got me over the line. And Matt Renshaw expressed his love for Harry Potter and how the sorting hat created some tension between the Queensland um, Bulls creators. Grant, you're, a, you're a Harry Potter super fan. And uh, so which, which character from the movies do you see yourself as from Harry Potter? Very good question, Has. Um, <laughs> I reckon Sirius Black. Oh, wow. I like him. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Good that's character. Crafty, crafty answer. There was there was some arguments yeah. in the uh, Queensland Bulls change rooms one day. We uh, I think it was a rain delay, and we decided to do an online sorting hat survey for uh, oh, for Harry Potter to see which houses we got put in. Is that um, a real thing? Yeah, yeah. So which house were you sorted into, Ren? Um, I well, I did this ages ago, probably about four or five years ago, and I was slithering. And then Uzi, Uzi wanted me to do it again because he also thought he was Slytherin, but he hadn't done a test and he didn't want me being in Slytherin with him. Yeah, um, Slytherin so was, very, was very highly sought after Slytherin for most of the boys. Yeah. Was that, was that a plan um, on the purpose? Best, for the, the best one out. was Joe Burns did it and he got Gryffindor. And then two minutes later, Marnus did it and also got Gryffindor. And Joe was the most unhappy bloke in the dressing room. <laughs> Marnus was just running around going, Gryffindor! <laughs> we had our first introduction to the most decorated guest of the We Got the Chocolate show, and he tried to help the gamblers out there by getting around the Prime Minister's first word. Mm-hmm. And uh, and what we're wondering from you is uh, your novelty vet for ScoMo's first word at the next press conference that he holds. Um, we've got some, of the odds yeah. in, got some of the odds in front of us here. Have you had a chance yeah, to peruse? Is that one that you're all I'm, over? I'm, I'm, I'm well versed. Uh, I, I must admit, I have. I'm a regular of the sports bet website. I don't, don't know why. I just sort of keeps accidentally opening on my screen. I don't know why. <laughs> um, uh, look, oh, I mean, obviously good is hard to beat. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, all that type of stuff. But mm-hmm. I was having a little scroll down. Um, you could do worse things than chucking a little rock lobster on right, righty, righto, or rightio. Oh. At, 50, <laughs> at $51, like, you know, you start like right. Good morning, everyone. Well, right, still the first word, isn't it? Oh, yeah, I mean, there's, there's a few, there's a few word ones. Yeah. Aloha, Jesus Christ, two hundred one. <laughs> no, thanks. <laughs> Won't be having a flutter there, Gingus. And Skin made up for his usual lack of words by doing a supersonic speed rap. If we was coming at you with supersonic speed. I'm a human. What I gotta do to get it through the arms? Superhuman, innovative, animated, robust, solid. Anything you say is ricocheting off of me, and it'll be devastating more than ever. Demonstrating how to give a audience feeling like it's levitating, never fading, and under the haters are forever waiting for the dead. That they can tell they be celebrating because another way to get them motivated to make elevating music. You make elevating music. That is genuinely unbelievable. A couple of show staples were born in the shape of skin stats. Anyways, on to the to the rugby union world cup. Um, so we're I think we're six games in at this stage there might even be a game on at the moment um and for those who have been listening since early doors really in the podcast will remember a little skin stats segment where i pretty much came up with a a spreadsheet that was going to predict the entire world cup which was a fair task um Mm. so we can just check in on how that's that's gone um and (laughs) 
It's going surprisingly well. I was off to an absolute <laughs> flyer. I'd picked, really? Yeah, I was off to a flyer. I'd picked five from five. Um, I had Japan to beat Russia, tick. Australia to beat Fiji, which we'll talk about maybe in a bit more depth because we're Australian. Um, but, yeah, they got up. And then France to beat Argentina, New Zealand to beat South Africa and Ireland to beat Scotland. So I got the first five all right, um, which was nice. And then I've had an absolute meltdown in the sixth. I've tipped, uh, is it Namibia? Namibia. How the heck did you? I don't know. I'm not sure what's what's going wrong there. So I've tipped Namibia Namibia to win by six points and they've been dusted by 25 by Italy, which probably even with my limited knowledge of rugby union, I could have worked out that something wasn't quite right in the spreadsheet on that one. Uh, And it has been massively in the headlines, particularly from an Australian point of view. Uh, Now, Skin, probably the first piece of news that needs to be covered, and some of our Instagram followers did suggest this as well, is that you really do actually have to be given a pat on the back here. Uh, As I'm unsure if you're aware of what happened last night, but basically in the uh, takeover that we did, the little Rugby Union World Cup takeover while we were watching the uh, Australia versus Wales game, uh, we... Basically, our skin, based on skin stats, you know, where is, well, how is this game going to finish? And skin said, unfortunately, Wales are going to win by four points. Uh, and lo and behold, Wales did indeed win by four points. So, what does that take us to? And the social symbiot. Then the rest of the social symbiots, guys, they come from actually the NRL coverage last night, and more specifically, probably from the after the post match. Me and Haz were sitting there together uh, and just found it hilarious so just how badly the Channel 9 commentators went with their post match interviews, uh, with, the, with one exception to that. But I'll start with um, Darren Lockyer's interview of best Brett Morris, has one of the greats. Uh, Brett, you had not won a premiership in 11 years, and now you've won back to back premierships in two years. How does that make you feel? Uh, well, I actually wasn't at the Roosters last year, Darren, so I haven't won. <laughs> I haven't won. Uh, and then we had uh, the other one we had was Billy Slater um, interviewing Cooper Cronk after his obviously last game. Uh, Cooper, you've won seven premierships in your time. Um, probably a little bit of denial from Billy there, unfortunately, because two of those premierships were indeed stripped from the storm where Billy was playing as well. So it really officially only counts as five, uh, but Billy's obviously never quite agreed with that decision from the NRL, so he was sticking to his guns there as well. <laughs> and then this is, a, this is one of my favourites, boys. This was uh, Brad Fittler to the, uh, to the referee's boss here. The second one, Raiders were attacking the line. Um, ben Cummings, signal sixth again, and then he changed his time. <laughs> sixth again. That will absolutely do, man. <laughs> and it wasn't only big names that go in the bin, but also a lot of Facebook keyboard warriors, in particular when Lee got his wallet stolen out of his car. Comments that were, I mean, they were like sort of general questions, or, or this is what you should have done. But they were, then they were followed by hundreds of comments of, I personally would have dusted him or he (laughs) wouldn't have left walking if he was in my car. Like just every, (laughs) apparently every male in the country is just a a superhero. They've all got black belts in who knows what. Yeah, yeah. so it got pretty violent. And then then it got sort of weirdly personal um, with a few people commenting uh, and you didn't even smack him. Sorry, bud, but people like you are the reason that these people never learn. (laughs) Like it's entirely your fault that crime is occurring <laughs> I just love the people like, everyone just assumes that you're 
just the best boxer ever. Like, <laughs> what I love anyone most that's met you and realizes you're four foot nine. <laughs> Maybe you should have put a third picture up of you yeah, and your this, stature. This is me, uh, not the most intimidating creature, which I think someone goes on to say at some point. This is point. a wet mm. towel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See the similarities. What, what did we have next? Oh, yeah, this was, this was a crowd favorite. Why didn't you beat him up and get everyone's wallets back? To which Lethal replied, because I'm not Bruce Wayne. <laughs> Lee and Mitch found out they even have uh, 70-year-olds that can surf better than them uh, when we interviewed Harley Ingleby. Yeah, lots of adult lessons as well, and yeah, it's, it's all fun. So it's yeah. not too late to start, mate, you reckon? No, no, no. We had one year, I think a while ago, we had years back, we had a lady who was, I think, in her 70s start. Oh, <laughs> yeah, and she was, she was, I mean, she was pretty special, like obviously um, very fit, 70 something year old and into yoga and all that. So she was, yeah. she was good to go, but I, I still see her out there surfing by herself now. So it's incredible to like, you know, see someone learn so late and now is just a, a genuine surfer out there by themselves doing it. It's, um, yeah, there's no excuse, boys, that's for sure. Nah, well, you've definitely convinced me, to be honest. If the 70-year-old 70, 70 can do it and be good at it, then I just can't sit here and watch life pass me by. Yeah. There were some songs that went wrong. Yep, missed it. That was good. <laughs> you know I do my weekend ride. Fox League on a Friday night. Happened. I said cold beer. <laughs> Some songs that went right. What up, listeners? It's Leroy. Just watched a serious knock here. Well, I could be more specific. It was against Wynnum. And uh, I just wanted you to know, for the sake of all the Tigers fans out there, this is how you play. We love you, Herf. You scored a hundred. We love you, Herf. That's in your zone Hi, I'm from the Magoos Oh, here's the plan, I will advance and I'll hit them huge And hey, don't bowl there, bruh Oh, I'm looking for two, now I'm on the back stool, punching in a gap That Labashane is really hardy That broad bowls one in and one away won't make the fence, so he'll just run three. Mm-hmm. But there's a shot that he can play. Don't bowl that, cause that is his gravy, yeah. Mona sits that everywhere. That's on his wheels and angled into his body. He can deal with those bad lines to the square leg boundary, yeah. And plenty of stories about Lethal's life in between. He was being called the camel. <laughs> uh, <laughs> They went in the window, uh, looked at who I was, and went, oh, you're not who we thought you were. <laughs> and I was like, what? Okay. Uh, who did you think I was? And they said, oh, we thought you were this local drug dealer named Camel. And I was like, what? <laughs> what? And they said, well, you've either got to change either your number plates on your car or you've got to get rid of the moustache because it makes you look like a drug dealer. Yeah, this was my first involvement in a Catholic school and unfortunately my first attendance at a Catholic communion. Uh, <laughs> but I realised that I was in some serious strife there when um, the guy in front of me, which happened to be my mate, also a teacher at the school, uh, he did some sort of signal with his hands that I didn't see 
uh, but it obviously meant something. And I said to the priest, I'm meant to be doing something here, aren't I? Do you usually receive communion? For whatever reason, I absolutely panicked and said yes. I went to reach into the basket, pulled the basket away, yanked it away from me. We enlisted the help of our friend Yana to help us improve the way we lived our lives, but it ended up mostly being her picking apart Lethal's downfalls. I cannot imagine the amount of crap that is in your bed if you haven't changed your sheets since August. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, yeah, but Yana, have you ever heard the theory absent make, absence makes the heart grow fonder? Right, so I feel like that does because, not apply to <laughs> because I space them out for so long. Then when I get into bed, I'm like, oh, how good is new sheets? I'm, I like treasure it even more. It does not apply to <laughs> personal hygiene. I will reiterate that until I die. Some of our guests set the bar really high. Um, do a really good impersonation of um, a little sheep. What? <laughs> <laughs> Please, David. You can't, come on. You can't just give us that. That's probably enough from Gemma, and then we'll just interview the sheep for the rest yes. of the time, I think. You should probably get a bit more out of it. Uh, all right, oh, okay. Dear. Okay, let's go. Ready? Oh, my goodness me. Whilst others felt completely under attack. And you have to use that Bumble profile now, apparently, because you're uh, banned from using Hinge. Is that right? Is that right? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> it's a proper grilling. Yeah. Yeah. Does some homework. I don't know how I got banned. I honestly don't know. I'm, I'm actually a genuine nice guy on there. Um, don't know. Don't know what happened. And the stitch-ups didn't in there with Gemma Barsby and Charlie Hemphrey on the receiving end as well. Apparently, uh, another skill of yours we haven't mentioned so far is, <laughs> is you're a great... A one great, of the great uh, segues. <laughs> you're, you're a great speller of words, apparently. Is that true? Oh, my God. When, when are you interviewing Dior Semi for this so I can get it back? <laughs> yeah, we definitely, we will put that in the calendar right now. Well, if you don't mention, yeah. apparently you thought Elephant started with an L, is what we're told anyway. But uh, No, anyway. that is... That is <laughs> Very much false. I know how to spell elephant, that's for sure. Well, I mean, well, you certainly you do now, Gemma. Was there ever a stage in your life where you did it? <laughs> you did that it. is not true. That is not true at all. That is in different conditions, and, and I think you certainly know your stuff. Or so, so I thought. And so, if if I was ever, you know, needing to earn a quick dollar via gambling, I think you'd be the first person I'd turn to. However, we've been talking to Sally Nick Selman uh, lately, and he's given us some feedback, and reckons you can't pick a winner. <laughs> I can't pick a winner. Yeah, that's, no, that's what he says. I mean, um, yeah, well, that's, you know, that's typical Selman. Um, <laughs> glass half empty view on things. Um, <laughs> you know, if, if I knew this was coming, I, I would go through my messages to him and screenshot all the time. He says to me, I've done my ask because I reckon there'll be 15. <laughs> Many guests were even happy enough dobbing themselves in for doing embarrassing things, like John Millman's inability to reach the hotel toilet in time. Hotel, the bathroom's on the left or right. I was on the left in this one. The pants are coming down, and and you know I just uh, I make a mess of the toilet, and, and <laughs> uh, I, just pure relief when I finish. But uh, I kind of uh, I look up, and, and Big Ron's still at the doorway, oh. and all I hear is him saying that. Oh, that's disgusting," he said, and uh, and I look up and and you know I don't uh, I don't know if, if the listeners if they're going to appreciate this, but the only way I could probably describe it is uh, there was a, a Hansel and Gretel trail of 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 shit to the uh, 
We've Phil had an exceptional partnership with our great sponsors at Alchemy Cordials Australia. With hazards plugs, often catching some of the guests yeah, by surprise. Maybe Joe, you should give the products from Alchemy Cordials Australia a go. I'm not sure they've been scientifically uh. improved to, uh, to pr- improve your eyesight, but they do taste exquisite and also have a range of superfood products, uh, notably matcha, turmeric and beetroot that I reckon would be right up your alley, mate. <laughs> That's a shameless plug. If Hang on. Was that a... <laughs> what was that? <laughs> I, thought, I thought we were breaking through like an info commercial. There. <laughs> that was actually but others cool. completely getting on board. And an alchemy smoothie from now on as well, courtesy of Sam Hazlitt's plug. <laughs> and an alchemy smoothie. What a brand. It's <laughs> <laughs> a fantastic, you know. Shout out to alchemy. <laughs> and uh, Monopoly, Monopoly cards, Monopoly go. Yeah, it's a little red box. Get into it, boys. Okay, all right. A little um, shout out. Not a sponsored shout out. Either. <laughs> <laughs> no disrespect to uh, Alchemy. <laughs> Mate, loving it. It's been been fantastic. And I just want to uh, give a quick shout out to Alchemy. The shake. <laughs> fantastic product. Um, you know, it's a great podcast you're supporting. Um, good bunch of fellas. And uh, yeah, it's been great. We learned that Haz certainly didn't get his batting prowess from his dad. Young fellow in year 11 down in Coffs Harbour. And it was B grade cricket. And um, mm. We've actually got your My Cricket page up just here, Glenn, in fact. It's unreal that My Cricket's been around for that long. But, <laughs> <laughs> 70 or 80 years. <laughs> but um, it's got five of those. Very similar sort of circle-looking shapes that represent zero runs usually. Yeah. Would that be correct? It is correct, Lee, but I was going to take you back just a step further. And the Adam Holyoke is the king of telling jokes? My own style. I got my own style. My own style was to pretend that I didn't have a joke. And then it was like, but a funny thing happened to me on the way into the ground today. And then you'd like, and people were then left unsure whether it actually happened or if it was indeed a joke. So, um I don't actually, I actually um, don't have any jokes at the moment. Um, well, but, but funnily enough, on the way to this podcast, <laughs> <laughs> I was driving in actually. I was driving in and um, I, I do an the hour commute from Gold Coast to Brisbane every day when I'm coaching. And just as I was pulling into the car park here at QC, um, I, I wasn't really, I was looking, I was seeing I was a bit late. So I just ran into the back of this car in front. So I was like, oh no, now I'm going to be even later. Anyway, I jumped out of the car and um, as I was like walking up to apologise to this person, it was the driver got it as a dwarf. I was like, "You've got to be kidding me!" So I'm trying to keep it together. Anyway, the person, this little dwarf, gets out and starts running back, and um, he just starts shouting at me. He goes, oh, "I'm not happy." I was going, "Well, which one are you then?" <laughs> <laughs> but overall, we feel like it has been a pretty successful first year. Make sure you tune in after after our break to hear us keep the show fresh and rejuvenating. We never repeat ourselves. <laughs> obviously, Clever. I'm obviously has you obviously and obviously Ruby has obviously this is obviously back and always know our stuff. Well, there's now a new edition where you can uh, send in a voice recording. Basically, right. so you'll you'll see a little start recording button. Um, I haven't actually done it myself yet, so I don't know what well, goes on. Yeah, I've got that skin on. <laughs> <looking> very pensive. <laughs> I haven't thought about that far enough to comment. I don't think. About better crowds, we meant in terms of security. So he's going to yeah, like more okay. well behaved. Is that what we're talking yeah, about? Probably. Yeah, probably. Is that what he meant, or does he mean get more players? I'm not sure. <laughs> and have a show full of experiences that you can relate to. The sons are actually meant to play. Oh yeah, perfect. That's um. What do we got? Well, that's mum. So that'll be. I don't know if we're going to be able to hear Diddle. Cletus. Yeah, how you doing? This is recording night, remember, on Mondays. Am I allowed in? In, in yeah. the podcast because yeah. you've just got yourself in somehow. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> in the house. 
Thanks for your support across the first 50, guys. Please leave us a five-star rating. Keep up with everything we're putting out on social media. Stay in touch by sending us messages or voice recordings on the website and join us again in four weeks' time to double up. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Stops.